Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, welcome to Q&A. Thanks so much for joining us. We're excited to have you here this morning. Um, If you have questions from the sermon this morning, the number's up on the screen, and Ryan is here to answer them for us this morning. (laughs) I might give it to you. We'll see how hard the questions are. (laughs) All right. We'll see. Go team. Um, So glad to have you here. Um, Really challenged and encouraged by the sermon this morning. And one of the things that really stuck out to me, um, you gave quite a few examples just of opportunities in your life where you've seen that you've read Carpeted Righteousness, um, but that you mentioned not only were you seeking forgiveness for those, but you, for the moments that you weren't praised, but you were thankful that you weren't, like giving thanksgiving that what you wanted didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like that stuck out to me. You gave an example on Thursday night about at power-up clubs um, yeah. and just saying, thinking like you're sitting – in those situations where we're all like, why? I haven't received praise. Not only, Lord, forgive me for my heart, but thank you mm-hmm. that I didn't get what I wanted mm-hmm. in that moment because that was better for us. That yeah. was really uh, encouraging to me and made me think like, oh, I need to not only seek forgiveness, but there's power in thankfulness for mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because I, I, I think I shared this past service too. If, the, if, if, he, if praise didn't come, it's way better for me mm-hmm. personally because, <clears throat> excuse me, that was the way the Holy, Holy Spirit used to convict my own heart, right? That was was Him probably providentially working in a way that my name was not mentioned because He wanted to reveal I still cared too much about other people's eyes yeah. looking at me. And so I was, I, I, if I could wave a magic wand, I, I actually wish my name's never m- mentioned because it's just a continual test of am I am I an addict? Am I enslaved to... Uh, hoping other people think highly of me. Hmm. So yeah, I, it's super helpful. But yeah, yeah, it was encouraging um, or, or challenging in that sense of like thinking beyond just that forgiveness. Yep. Um, so do you have a question here? Uh-oh. So talking about when receiving praise. Yes. Um, how do you handle it when you do receive praise? So you don't get on the red carpet. Should you accept the praise? Uh, that's a great question. And again, I. Um, I always want to share again, it, it's the role of us as believers to encourage. And so we should never stop encouraging. But uh, something that I, I do, I try to do is as someone as someone shares to me, hey, you did a great job. In my mind, I, I say, thank you. I'm glad it's helpful. Or I, out loud, I say, thank you. I'm glad it's helpful. But in my mind, I always try to say, thank you, Lord. And so it's just a it's a it's a mind I think habit to to recognize whatever thanks is coming my way I want to deflect it up, and sometimes when someone like when someone might share hey you did a great job to say thank you Lord it, it, it like feels weird at times and so typically my sentence is I'm I'm so glad it's helpful to you as it has been for me, mm-hmm. uh, but I I, I want to give like in my mind I'm thinking thank you Lord for for doing that work I suppose and so I actually had a a pastor tell me one time when it came to teaching the Bible, I thought was really helpful. He said when someone comes up and, and talks about how well he taught the Bible, instead of like focusing on, on what he did, he always tries to pull it back to a verse where he says, oh, mm. isn't verse five amazing? Mm. And then the conversation just keeps going on on the Bible instead of instead of him. So I, I like that, and I've tried to learn how to, how to do that as well. But yeah, it, that's a great question. 
And I think it's just just a heart posture, just as we talked about when Jesus says, give secretly, pray secretly, fast secretly. It seems to indicate in a heart posture way. And so that I want to mimic that as I as as praise comes my way. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It does make sense, okay. and I and I like the um, the feedback or of um, pointing back to scripture because that one opens up a whole nother conversation, but then encourages that individual to seek scripture yep. and to remember that. So that's a really cool uh, yeah. thought there, and like how to handle that yep. situation. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so question here for a brother and sister in Christ. When you are noticing someone red carpeting their righteousness, is it a place of a brother, sister, or Christ to admonish them? Hmm. That's a great question. Uh, I'll tell you at least what what I have done when this has happened. I've I've always kind of adopted a principle of of for me not to make uh, a judgment on the heart when someone's mm. doing a good thing. And so, if someone is like, uh, for example, I was. In college, I was playing basketball with my with a group of guys on, in intramurals, and we were just having fun. Like there wasn't anything bad going on, and someone came up to me and they said, "Ryan, I think you play basketball because you're the most prideful person in the room, and you want people to be you want people to see you." And I thought, "No, I, I just play basketball because I love playing with my guys." And so that taught me a lesson of I don't want to make a heart judgment on an outward action that's good. I'm yeah. trying to distinguish this. If someone punched sure. someone, I'm going to go up to them and say, that's not good. Right. But if someone if someone encouraged someone, I'm not going to go up to them and say, hey, I think your heart's wrong as you did the good thing. Hmm. I think uh, matters of the heart should be determined by us as individuals. Now, I don't think it's wrong to go up and say, hey, you did this. And I was just wondering, does that ever... Do you ever feel pride as you, as you do a good deed like that? I think a question's the best way to to kind of bring to the surface potential bad motives, but mm-hmm. I never want to make a judgment call on the heart when all they've done is a good deed, if that makes sense. That does that, make sense, yeah. Okay, that, that's just kind of personally what I've how I've navigated that. Yeah, uh, that does make sense. And I think questions are a great way to start conversations or learn more and yes. have someone else respond. Yes, and I, I would not have been like bothered at all if that girl at CIU came up to me and said, hey, you play basketball really well, does it? Do you ever find pride settling in your heart to mm. do it, to be seen by everyone? Uh, that would have actually been helpful for me. That would have been a good test. And she's not like slamming a gavel or anything. She's just right. she's asking a question that I don't think is across the line. I was friends mm-hmm. with her. Uh, and uh, I would have actually welcomed that question. It was the gavel mm-hmm. that she slammed based off of no outward appearance of wrong that I had a hard time with. So sure. oh, that's a great question. I, I love that question. Sure. So. So next question here um, about pride. What practices would you encourage to get out of the cycle of pride, either pride for doing something well or pride for being humble? I often feel paralyzed by this. Um, they add a extra here. Motive tends to be a reflex for me, so how do I change that reflex? So it talks about two things here, one about pride, encouraging to get out of the cycle of pride. Um, and then they talk about that as being a, a motive Hmm. That's good. I would, I'd probably say uh, to break, I think the process of sanctification happens slowly most of the mm-hmm. time. And so I would say fix, fixing my eyes on Jesus typically is, is going to be what allows that habit to break, uh, involving him as I do things. And like probably for, for an example or whatnot, like if, if uh, every time I, I step up to teach, I, I, 
find myself thinking highly of myself. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to ask the question of what do I hope comes my way as I teach this lesson? And what's going to come back is I hope the praise of man comes my way. And so I'm going to follow Hebrews 12. Lord, uh, this is true in my heart. I want to bring this before you. I confess this. I want to focus on your eyes, I wanna, and then I'm going to do the good work. And so I wonder if you you just combat the habit by involving Jesus in your good deeds, hmm. uh, having an open conversation with him as you seek to do good things, as you seek to be, as you seek to live in a humble way. It's like a constant conversation where maybe you're, like for the first 30 minutes, you're like, hey, this is great, Lord. I, I want to honor you. I want to honor you. And then a praise comes your way, and, you're, and your heart's your heart's it's 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 close to like pulling to other people. It Lord, I, right now I'm I'm close to to wanting other people to see how good I am instead of you. Would you help me here? And so I think it's a continual conversation with Jesus because, yeah. like, if I live this life with apart from Jesus, it would be terrible. Just as I, if I live this life without Him as my Savior, it would be terrible. And so yeah. I think the recipe is is almost always allowing the Holy Spirit to live in me and that I partner with Him in my life. Uh, and it's just an open, an open stream, I suppose. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And, um, you know, you mentioned earlier pointing back to scripture, but even in those moments, praying scripture, let mm-hmm. the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing, pleasing to you, oh Lord, like check your heart yep. before whether it is, you know, they said the motive tends to be a reflex for me. Like if you know that, well, before you flex that mm-hmm. reaction, check your motive, lean on scripture. And you're right with, we're doing it without Jesus. Yep. And that was true for me, at least in the in the puck example I shared. Mm-hmm. It was a reflex for me to want to desire to be noticed by people. Mm-hmm. It was just bitterness swelled up. I didn't even have to think about it. It was just there. Yeah. And what has combated the the reflex, at least, is, uh, is again, Hebrews 12. And I just remind myself, I'm not going to red carpet my righteousness. I'm not going to red carpet my righteousness, just as Jesus shares in Matthew 6, 1. So I understand the reflex. I think it's a reflex for for all of us. Yeah, I would say so. At least so, for me, I yes. could admit, yes, that is a reflex. <laughs> I have had that reflex. Um, and I, I, it's also not something that you perfect, you know, when you first yeah. start thinking about that, like, okay, I am never going to red carpet my righteousness. Like, no, it will happen. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, right. It's progressive sanctification. That's right. Like, it's going to happen. Yes. He doesn't expect perfection. He expects growth is a sentence I hear often. So, yeah, if we continue to grow, I believe the Lord will continue to shape us to be more like Him. The question is, are we involving Him hmm. as we as we walk through these things? I think so. Great Absolutely. question. These are fantastic. These are very good questions. Yeah. J- uh, Jonathan Monk, are you sending these questions in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him on it. I don't know his number. <laughs> um, but I'm sure he would have a good question. Um, was there anything as you were teaching that maybe you didn't have time to include that you would want to mention? Hmm. Um, I wish I, I wish I could have stayed a little longer on terms of not allowing dual motives to handicap you from doing mm. good deeds. Yeah. Because uh, good deeds are such a beautiful part of our faith. They distinguish us from the world. You name it. They're they're so good. And I don't want to I don't want to hinder or, or allow a roadblock to happen to our good deeds because of a sinful motive. So uh, I wish I I wish I could have sat a little longer for in Jesus's words of when you do these things like mm-hmm. the expectation is always to to keep doing good works, but to also have your heart in check because that's the that's the Sermon on the Mount in general is to yes. check your heart, and so I, I think I wish I I could have stayed a little longer just so that there was no one that doubted you should do good works, 
uh, even if they're if you're wrestling with a sinful motive. Hmm. Um, so that's probably somewhere I'd, I'd want to stop a little longer and and talk about it. I'd imagine. Oh, and and rewards. I wish I had time to talk about rewards because the, uh, the 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 word reward is used so much in that passage, and I mm-hmm. I just fought with myself to to be able to speak with the, about that and how the reward of God is way better than the reward of man. And so I, I just didn't have the time to, to give that the necessary uh, attention, I suppose. So kind of sad. Invite me back next week and I'm <laughs> <laughs> Well, what would you say would be your encouragement now if you have, have a few minutes to share about reward? Oh, that, that's fantastic. I, personally, in my life, uh, the reward of man typically dies in 10 seconds. Like if mm-hmm. I do a good deed... Uh, there, someone's going to say something good to me, and then they're going to walk away. It, it's going to be 10 seconds of me feeling good about myself. And so while that's 10 seconds of kind of good, uh, the reward of God is going to have lasting implications into all of eternity. That what I do on, on this world is going to matter in heaven. So there's a long-term game there. And that's, that's one. That's, and I don't know how all those rewards show up, but the Bible says they'll be there. And I'm convinced they're better than 10 seconds that someone else rewards me For with, sure. right? And then the other thing is, uh, I, I think I've, I've come to learn when I live for the praise of man and I seek that reward of their words, mm-hmm. I'm going to be left as an addict to their words. Like, for example, I, mm. I see it more as like I'm a beggar looking for one more coin of man's praise. Like, I'm always looking for one more to be noticed, to be noticed, to be noticed. But the reward of, of heaven is actually in terms of this life, that I can be fully satisfied not being acknowledged at all. Uh, and, and that is a reward because I, I'm, not, I'm not constantly in a beggar position hoping mm-hmm. for more. I'm fulfilled. I'm content because He always sees me and He's, and he's pleased with me. Okay. And so that's helpful for me, not just for a, an eternal reward that's going to come, which is mm-hmm. going to be fantastic, but a reward that actually has left heaven and come here that I can be content and satisfied by just seeking the praise and the pleasure of of Jesus instead of other people. Because uh, I, I found my life is just way sadder when I'm just looking for other people's words and way better when I'm just looking for his um, looking for his praise. And so, and living according to him and with him. So I don't know if that answers it. It's kind of like an eternal reward, but also a reward today that helps me live a yeah. better life. So that, I wish I could pause there and, and speak 20 minutes on that, but <laughs> you guys don't give me an hour and a half to teach, which is best, I suppose. So Yeah, at least 90 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I do think that answers it or, uh, and addresses that um, not just eternally, but here now, because to your point, those 10 second compliments they're gone. Mm-hmm. And then something else can happen, you know, yes. that's going to make your day hard or whatever, mm-hmm. but it does leave you. Then you see that person next time and you're like, oh, why didn't I get the same praise? Yes, why didn't, yes, you know? Exactly. So it's longing, like you said, begging and desiring for that yep. when it's not always going to be fulfilled. Yep. And it shouldn't because our ultimate reward is eternal. And so mm-hmm. it's it's a shift of perspective. It is. It is. No doubt about it. So that's helpful for me. Um, his reward is is honestly way better. It's way better. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here oh, this morning, Ryan. This has been awesome. It. Yeah, this is great. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate you joining us this morning. And also want to encourage you to download the new CFC Jacks app. Um, stay connected with us. I think you'll really enjoy it. So I hope you have a great day. And thanks for being here. Sweet. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. 
If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjax.com. Thanks for listening.